Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Are you ready to experience the thrill? Berwick BMW is your destination to experience the range of BMW M&M performance models. Book your test drive with Neil Phillips and the super team at Berwick BMW today. LMCT 8953. Thanks to Mate Internet and Mobile, Australia's most satisfied customers. NBN from $59. Here's Matthew Johns. Well, clearly that's why we haven't been able to catch up with Matty the last couple of weeks. He's been working on his opener. He's found that beautiful piece of audio just to lead us into him. And um, now we can welcome him to the program. Matthew, welcome. Aha, uh, uh, that's where I got your voice. See, um, I've been actually, uh, I've, I've been on um, Mad Monday with the North Melbourne boys. Of course, I had to do it via Zoom. Uh, so... It's been a couple of big weeks. We had the uh, the Zoom Mad Monday, and then we, of course, had the awards night, uh, which is a little anticlimactic. It only went three minutes. But nonetheless, so, but anyway, I'm back I'm back on tonight, uh, back here today. So I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm well rested. Yeah, well, so, so it was your idea to encourage Jaden Stevenson to uh, ride his mountain bike off the patio, was it? Oh, no, 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 that wasn't me. <laughs> Did you catch up with that, Matthew, or not? Or we, is that no, no. To you? no, no, that, that wasn't me. Look, I, told, I said to Steve, I said, this, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> but you know what he's like, Jaden. Jaden's his own man. Oh, Once man. he's got his mind set he went. Now you're away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> yeah, bloody, bloody Steve. Uh, I'll give you a call later. Check and see how he's going. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I won't. I, I had a couple of stories on the Mad Monday, but I, I, I think I'll just keep them myself. You know, now oh, I know. What, what, you guys what goes on on the Mad Monday just stays at the Mad yeah. Monday. But, yeah. uh, Unless, uh, yeah. of course, you ride a motorbike on the <laughs> I don't think it was a motorbike. It wasn't a motorbike. I think it was just a push bike. <laughs> well, nevertheless, he's in a bit of strife, the young boy. Hey, there's been yeah. some big issues going on in the world of footy. If we can just straighten up and be serious. Um, I want to get yeah. your take, first of all, on the Toby Green situation. I don't know whether you're across it or whether you... Uh, I know yeah, but I am. It, yeah, well, three weeks he got um, last night. The AFL right now, as we sit here this morning, are... Debating about whether they appeal the sentence, they think it may. Uh, Gil McLaughlin said it's, he thinks it's a touch lenient, or he can't get his head around three weeks. What, what sort of a, a penalty would that incur in the same circumstances in the NRL? Yep. Well, Gaz, if, if it was deliberate, I reckon someone would be looking at about eight weeks. I reckon for for deliberately, you know, walking through a referee. There was one in 1991. We were playing South Sydney and. One of our guys made a break 
and passed it. And, and the referee, Eddie Ward, was sort of between the defender and the ball. And uh, and the South Sydney supporter pretended he was going for the ball and tackled the referee. And I think he got about eight to 12 weeks for it. Yeah, it's just a bit like... And a lot of people say, you know, that the rule we have, I think you guys probably have it too, is you just can't touch can't touch a referee yeah. and and the, I asked a bloke once what you know why is it just so black and white and he said it's black and white to take um the argument out of the context why you touch the referee oh mate I was just going up to say how you going oh, I was just going up to say how's your family tapping they just say this don't put your hands on the referee of course there are you know clear accidents at times but yeah Toby it's just going mate you know given given where they are in the time of the year you're going mate what are you thinking yeah, yeah. I mean, we were all a bit of the same. Uh, it was so. Um, Tim said your first reaction is always your best reaction. And when we saw it for the first time, it was just a, a shock. And I mean, it wasn't. He, he didn't sort of. The contact wasn't, uh, you know, demo, yeah, really physical. But it, the, it was contact nonetheless in a really avoidable situation. Yeah. And that's why we're, we're all yeah, a bit stunned. And, and that's why you, you know why they would go down. Hard, I think here, and why, why that surprised it's only three weeks is that uh, is that it's just what it, it what it does. It just, in a lot of eyes, diminishes the respect of the officials, yeah. you know, to other people. So if you suddenly, you know, hit them with a feather on that one, then you know what happens the next time and the next time after that. And mate, I think our officials and referees are under enough uh, yeah. un- under enough pressure and cop enough crap without having to put up with that. And then you got the Latrell Mitchell situation, and they didn't hit yeah. him with a feather. The six-game ban was a pretty solid one. Yeah, six to nine weeks. He took the early plea and took six. And and I mean, doubling down on that one, Gaz Tim is the fact that he's going to miss all these, um, you know, all these end-of-season games. South Sydney are up to their eyeballs in the comp with him. He was right. just the way he was playing was it was incredible. Latrell's a guy that. Like the camera, the te- the television, the camera doesn't do him justice to how big a guy is. When you walk up, he he's massive. He he he's, he'd be six five. He must be about one hundred and fifteen kilos. He's just huge. And Oof. yeah, that the other night, there's been lots of conjecture about was it deliberate. I, I, I refuse to believe it is. He went in there. There was two years ago. Greg Inglis went. He used to rush when a guy made a break. He'd rush, and and go at the guy and. And, and cut down his thinking time. And Latrell was trying to do the same thing. And when you race in high speed, you know, that, that sort of high power impact, particularly when you're 115 kilos, it doesn't take much for it to go horribly wrong. And it did when he hit Joey Manu. And after that, mate, honestly, it was... Things could have got really ugly because match officials were unable... Well, they weren't there to basically... Uh, to, to patrol the sideline. And you had Roosters players up on the sideline waiting for him to come off the field, all that sort of, mate. It could have got really, really ugly. But, yeah, mate, at South Sydney, South Sydney versus Eastern Suburbs or South Rabbitohs Roosters is our biggest rivalry. And every single time they play, it's getting more and more out of hand. Now, now the Storm, they suffered a loss. Um, and yep. Cam Munster was talking about this a couple of weeks ago, you know, about, you know, do you have to have a loss before you go into the finals, that type mm. of thing? I see Billy Ake. He said he was embarrassed, the most embarrassing thing that's happened this year. Um, do you reckon secretly he would have liked the fact that they actually had that loss so close to the finals? Tim, it's an interesting one because uh, I think in a lot of ways it burst the pressure balloon. Everyone was just talking about 20 in a row, you know, how many are they going to go through undefeated? 
And, and Tim, I'd, I'd said a few times, and people have said, oh, mate, you're kidding. They were saying, oh, yeah, Melbourne have got almost two hands on the trophy now. I'd seen their football deteriorating from about six weeks ago. Mm. There were things creeping into their game. There was ill-discipline. And, you know, it's like, boys, when you go on a long-winning run, when the loss eventually comes and you have actually a good look at yourself, you look at where, what sort of football you were playing at the beginning and the middle of the run and what it's deteriorated to. And that and they knew that loss was coming. And whether it was going to be last week, this week, or on grand final day, it was going to happen. So they were, they were just really lucky that it's happened in, in you know, not going forward in one of these more important games. But uh, and, and the thing about it is, like, everyone's been saying, oh, they're not missing Cameron Smith, which I think is really disrespectful. Everyone's been going, oh, they're not missing. Look at this, they're on a big winning run. But the, it's a different type of competition between the haves and the have-nots. It's a huge golf. So to win 20 in a row, it's all, you know, it's a great achievement. But a lot of the good sides are setting records and rolling through the lesser sides. Now, you know, to say you're not going to miss, haven't missed Cameron Smith during the normal season, uh, well, I just think it's, it's so it's so preemptive because if they're going to miss Cameron, they're going to miss him in the final series. Yeah. That's going to be the big mm. test. And they missed him the other night when when. You know, when the ship went off course, he would usually bring it back and they were unable to do it. So, yeah, there's some real big challenges ahead and plus the Penrith side are really picking up at the back end now. Hey, just uh, quickly, Matty, we were talking about uh, the Storm's record the other day and Jack Gibson, uh, the great, uh, late great coach up there in the NRL, his name came up. And did you ever cross paths with him? Yeah, I I did, Tim, uh, a number of times. Unfortunately, uh, Jack by that stage had had early onset dementia. And so he wasn't doing really well, but, mate, he's just so, mate, incredibly charismatic. If, if you actually get, I'll give myself a plug here, right, on the face-to-face interviews, which, honestly, if I don't get an, an Astra Award for that, the best show on pay TV, they are kidding. Uh, well, well, I interviewed John Singleton, and Singo, Singo tells the stories about Jack Gibson and his assistant, Ron Massey. And he said, when they, those two passed, a lot of the great old stories of Sydney past. And he said, there used to be a, a notorious illegal gambling den called Tommy's, Tomo's Two-Up School, which Singo and Kerry Packer would go to. And they provided the muscle there. And um, Jack and, and Ron Massey would. And he said, sometimes when they're on a losing streak, Jack would go up and touch Singo on the shoulder and say, dear John, I think it's time to go. He said, there, there was one case, and I, I'm not talking out of school here or bringing any revelation in that people could completely shock because this is on the interview. Was Singo said one day he was at his house at Rose Bay, there was a knock on the door and he opened it was Ron Massey and Jack. And he went, oh, geez, boys, I've, I've paid up, haven't I? And they said, no, no, you're right, dear John. We're just in the neighbourhood. He said, oh, what have you been doing? And he said, oh, there was a bloke that refused to pay his debts. So we went and grabbed him took him up the gap, and he said, put a hood over him and dropped him off. But unfortunately, he said, but fortunately for the bloke, we just dropped him onto a ledge. He said, you wouldn't believe it. We've just been to the bank, and he's paid up. <laughs> <laughs> so they were they were blokes who were, they were really old school, old school blokes, like, to say the least. But, mate, the charisma he had, boys, I suppose it's a little bit like Sheedy. 
the, the charisma that Jack Gibson had was the invisible. It wasn't about tactics. It, whatever had magic he had, it was within, within inside him and it couldn't be taught. The Toyota Good for Footy raffle is helping football clubs to raise much-needed funds. Tickets are just $5 through your local club's Good for Footy raffle page. Visit toyotagoodforfooty.raffleticks.com.au. Now that's good for footy. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.